The Buffalo Sabres look to take that last step to reach the playoffs this year. Joe DiBiase of Locked On Sabres is here to preview their season next on the Locked On NHL 2023-2024 season preview. Gil Martin here. The NHL season is less than a week away and Locked On season preview coverage continues as we welcome in Joe DiBiase of Locked On Sabres to detail everything you need to know about the Buffalo Sabres ahead of the 2023-2024 season. Joe, great to have you here. What was the biggest storyline surrounding the Sabres during this season right now as we get ready? So going into it, I mean, really the biggest storyline is can they end the NHL's longest playoff drought in history? And I think they really fired up those expectations yesterday. I think fans loved hearing Kevin Adams, the general manager, Don Granato, the head coach, and Kyle Poso, the captain, as they opened training camp all openly talk about how it is time to make the playoffs, that they are not running from expectations. They are not afraid to say the words playoffs this year. I think that shows that they are secure, by the way, in their jobs um, and where they are as a franchise. They feel confident enough to talk about it. But that really is the story is, okay, you've had some nice development, but now it's time for results. All right, so the the pressure is now on. What would you say was the Sabres' most significant offseason move and why? I actually would think that it's Connor Clifton, a defenseman that they brought in from the Boston Bruins. I mean, him in combination with uh, signing veteran Eric Johnson away from the Colorado Avalanche is kind of a combo effort there. But Clifton mostly because the thing that this team needed more than almost anything, I want to save goalie for a little bit later, but they needed more depth on the blue line and they needed another guy to play in their top four. They have three rock solid to star defensemen in their top four in Rasmus Dahlin, Owen Power, and then to a little bit of a lesser extent, Matias Samuelson. But that fourth guy was always a question mark last year. Clifton is a more intriguing option than anyone else that they have. He did not play top four in Boston, but he was a great third pair guy that when he was asked to play top four in the limited sample size did well. So the Sabres are hoping after signing him to a three-year contract, their biggest offseason acquisition and free agency uh, that he'll step in and he's not going to be your star second pair defenseman, but playing 18 to 20 minutes a night that he'll stabilize that second pair. So who figures to be the most important player on the Sabres this year and what makes them so critical to the team's success? I mean, 1,000%. It is Devin Levi. Uh, The Sabres last year were a top five team in scoring all year long. There was a stretch actually where they were the number one team in scoring for multiple months. But why did they miss the playoffs by one point? They couldn't get saves. Craig Anderson at 41 years old, he just couldn't, you couldn't ask him to play a full season. They had to manage his workload. And the other goaltenders on the roster, Uke Pekalukin and Eric Comrie, fell way short of the mark. So here comes Devin Levi, who played seven games at the end of last year. Think about where they were in net. He showed up from college. His college season had just ended. A 20-year-old rookie that had not only not played an NHL game, had not played an AHL game, not a pro hockey game anywhere, he stepped in and played the final seven games of or seven of the final eight games when they were alive for the playoffs. And he did great. So he walks into the year, little unprecedented for his age, but they are expecting him to take over as the number one. I am optimistic that he'll be able to do that. And they need him to do that because they didn't do anything else in goal, which I've criticized a lot on my show. 
But what that means is there's even more pressure on a rookie Devin Levi to show up, be as good as you were in the last few weeks of last season, and that should be an upgrade enough in net for them to get to the postseason. So how about a potential breakout candidate? Any player on this team that you think people should know about? This is almost a sad question for me, Gil, because I would have answered Jack Quinn for the entire offseason. His top 10 pick of the Sabres a couple of years ago, but he tore his Achilles working out a month before the year, two months before the season started. So his timeline to return is not till really late December, maybe into the new year. And an Achilles injury, I mean, who knows? Like, it might even be longer than that. And who knows what form he'll be when he comes back. That might be an injury that takes a year, year and a half for him to recover from. So he can't be my answer because of the injury, but that's okay because they have a couple other options. I would go with J.J. Paterka, number one on my list. He was a second-round pick in that same draft class where they picked Quinn in the first round. And Paterka was on the same line as Quinn all last year, played with Dylan Cousins on the second line. He had a really good start to the season and a really good end to the season. He completely disappeared in the middle portion of the year. In fact, he went, I think it was a 28-game stretch where he only scored one goal in the middle of last year. But to be fair, he was an undersized rookie who was a second-round pick coming over from Europe who had had a little bit of time in the AHL. So year two, you've, we've seen videos of him on Instagram working out. Like He's bulked up. He's going to be playing in year two, and you hope for more consistency. He's electric with the puck, super fast. He has a nice shot. Um, I think his skill set presents a big opportunity from a jump from 14 goals where he was last year to ideally a 25. Um, 30 might be a little ambitious, but I wouldn't rule it out for him to score 25 to 30 goals this year. All right. We'll definitely keep an eye there. So – what would a successful season look like for the Sabres and what's at stake if it's not achieved? Is this playoffs or bust? It is. And it isn't the, or bust is interesting. Like if they miss the playoffs, I don't think anything major happens other than the conversation shifts. And maybe Don Granado goes into the next year where we're talking about how much rope he has on the job. I don't think anybody gets fired if they miss the playoffs, unless they finish like dead last, then we have a new conversation. Um, but so, but otherwise, it's a, it's a yes. Like they've got to make the playoffs. That is the bar to reach. I asked this question the other day on my show. Like because you missed the playoffs by only one point last year, and you have this twelve-year drought, there's really no satisfying season where you miss at all. You came as close as you could to missing last year without making it. So anything other than making it, at the very least, is a plateau. So I think it has to mean the playoffs. They don't have to win a round. They have to win the division. They all just get in, get this monkey off the organization's back. Stop being, don't become the team in sports with the longest playoff drought. The New York Jets would have to do that to happen, but you don't want to be on that graphic anymore. Show that you're a respectable organization now that you can make it to the postseason and that you're on the right track. And that means progress. The only progress from missing the, the playoffs by a point is making the playoffs. Fair assessment there, Joe. Thank you very much. Should be a great season ahead in Buffalo. For more on the Sabres, be sure to follow Locked on Sabres on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube so you never miss an episode. And check out the season previews for all 32 teams across the Locked on NHL channel, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.